Hi everyone, it is September 8, 2022 and you're watching the Small Account Challenge update. In the Small Account Challenge, we urge uh, Filipinos out there to actually try to earn $100, about $1,000 in a month with only at most $5,000 of capital. So let's begin and this is a diary yet again. So let's share a few things that we are doing with the Small Account Challenge. So in the Small Account Challenge, um, I've been using primarily eToro, Interactive Brokers, and Webull. So um, for the small account challenge, we usually discuss uh, how, do we, how we trade small accounts via eToro. So here in the eToro, let me just explain to you. So I've been holding these positions for almost, um, I think, two to three weeks already. So I own uh, Uranium. So <clears throat> Uranium, I did buy about $20, and I held on long all the way. So we've had a lot of good news on uranium, and so far uh, it's been trending upwards uh, despite the chaos of the U.S. market. The uptrend has remained in play. Uh, unfortunately, naglabas na ako ng Enphase ko. So Enphase rallied yesterday after consolidating for a long, long time. Umangat na yan. I did have Enphase in my account in Interactive Broker, so I was able to basically earn something from Enphase. So Enphase is, is a solar giant. Microinverters, D number one. So, yan, uh, all time highs last night for Enphase. We also see Solar Edge. So, lahat ng solars really rallied up a lot last night. This went from about 270 to 311. You can see that I am back holding Disney, Zoom Video, and C Limited. So, I do have losses here. But uh, uh, the reason why there, there are some big losses here is because there is leverage uh, here. So uh, for Disney, I am um, actually not that worried because it looks like Disney has found a short-term bottom already. So after dropping from one to six, you can see Disney. Uh, teka, let's let's show to you the share the shares. So so Disney has already dropped all the way from about two hundred two hundred dollars all the way to ninety. And so far, since about last July, ever since their earnings was revealed, it actually already formed a higher low. So from about 90 to 100, it managed to rally, but um, as high as 127, and then gave a pullback here to about 112. The way I see it, um, whether you've not known about the earnings on Disney, so far, no, if you will look through the earnings report of Disney, they have been reporting that uh, their streaming services are doing fine, and they're actually going to introduce a potential increase in their ad um, ad tier support format. And they're going to do a Disney Prime similar to Amazon, although they won't call it Disney Prime. So that gives you discounts for all the Disney merchandise, Disney theme parks, etc., to make you more loyal towards Disney. So we are seeing that last night, Disney went up, largely not because of a company-specific report, but mainly because the index started to rally. You can see here in the QQQQ, Okay, the QQQ is your NASDAQ. So, so far for the last 41 bars or 61 days, we had actually seen from June 16, rallying all the way to August 16 from a low of about 270 to a high of 330. So far, it did fall all the way then to about 14 bars or last 21 days here uh, to as low as 290 or 290.87. So yun, uh, it seems like September 6, September 7 was uh, was a low. And uh, over time, we have been noticing that every time nasa mga 21 to 30 days after a, sing uh, after a peak, 
usually will get reversal moves. Even if this were to go down, we think that that was a limited downside. And so we are believing that these drops are actually partial entries to buy. Or if you're not buying, you just prefer to keep it. It's okay to keep it. So what we're seeing in the NASDAQ here is that your index seems to be trading within a sort of range. So far, you've got a buyer area of about 270s to 280s or even 290s and a lot of selling pressure here about 330s. So marami pa rin sellers on the NASDAQ. In fact, others might even stop uh, and sell somewhere here about 315 which is a 5% index move. Now, for those who aren't trading QQQ, you might be more familiar with NASDAQ. Let's take a look at your NASDAQ. This is your NASDAQ. You can see that um, what I've just identified was the low of June 16, 11,000, rallying two months straight to about 13,500, and then after two weeks have found a short-term bottom here at about 11,900 or 12,000 area, rallying to 12,200. Now, take note that there is a sideways pattern here. This does not mean that we are off the books, uh, off the hook, no? There will be a lot of uh, companies that will still trend downwards. But what is uh, important that we are seeing in the NASDAQ is so far, we are consolidating. So, so far, the people who are saying that this has to fall further has to first uh, take note that um, two things, no? For the bears... The bears would succeed if NASDAQ does not break beyond 13,000. So we still see that there is a retest from about 12K all the way to 13,000. And we will get to know what would happen at 13K. From 12,000, the highest probability is that people would still see a sideways pattern. In fact, a bounce perhaps about 12,000 to 13,000. And the reason why NASDAQ will rally is basically take a look first on the top, uh, top, top names that are always included in your NASDAQ. So Apple here, you can see that the blue line here is your 50-day moving average. It has actually returned to the gap before the earnings. So Apple was trading somewhere here about 150 before earnings, extended the rally all the way to 176, and had a healthy pullback here about 155, dropping more than 10% already from its peak. But obviously, Apple is just trading in a sideways pattern. So we think that sideways pattern is uh, is happening because of the passive funds that are continuing to invest in the Nasdaq and the SPY. So your Apple will actually trade perhaps within um within uh I'm not sure if it will ever rally back to 175, but even if it doesn't rally to 175, it looks like there's a lot of supporters here at about $150 anyway. So the drop has been um at least in the short term, like in the very near term, say about next one week or next two weeks you are already seeing a lot of buyers steadily buying here about 150, 151. At the same time, let's talk about some names in the, in the NASDAQ that has already been showing a lot of bottoming fishing. So Meta has already dropped 60%. You're seeing this one, 156 all the way to about 180. Although I wouldn't advise that it would go back to 180 first because there's a lot of um, consolidation that's happening first, first here in uh, Meta. So chances are, just like what happened from June all the way till now, till September, looks like this is consolidating within a tight band from about 155 to 170. That's evident as well. Uh, let's take a look at your Google, also trading in a sideways fashion, where 106 is your support and 120 or 120 areas is the resistance. So, so far, we are seeing a 15% range for Google here for the last 
perhaps about five, six, seven, eight, nine, almost four to five months. So it could continue for the next three months so forth until the end of the year. But it looks like this is just trading within a band rather than an apocalypse. It looks to be trading in a sideways format for your Google. Okay, so Apple, Google, take a look, of course, on some names like Tesla. Tesla has, has showed a higher low chart. Unlike um, Google or FD, which is just in a sideways formation, Tesla is showing a slight uptrend here. So after falling massively, 50% down from 400, i.e. 400 times 3, that's 1, 2, to about 200. So far, we are seeing Tesla still command a lot of buyers with the 260 area here still being bought. 260 times 3 is somewhere in the 800 area zone. So my view is that Tesla might actually have a lot of potential buyers further, even if you retest between 260 and 250 or even as low as 240 you still have a higher low happening for Tesla. And this may be due to a lot of energy flows uh, flows coming into energy names. So a lot of energy funds or renewable energy funds would continue to be plowing some of their money or passive money into the likes of Tesla, whether it's passive money entering SPY or passive money entering um, the NASDAQ. Okay, so Tesla, Apple, let's take a look on your Microsoft further. Microsoft here is also trading at about 250s back to the earnings report card. Notice that Google and Microsoft rallied after the earnings. So we are seeing limited so uh, limited downside here, about 250 areas, and has already shown the very first uh, you know, uptick. So we saw that retest, and a lot of people who are, you know, I, we're not talking about a true, um, a true end of the bear market, but what we are simply seeing here is more of a, tradable rally. Uh, whether you call it a rally or a sideways formation doesn't really matter the jargon, but it looks like there is a potential trading sideways move here where 250 area, you've got limited downside and perhaps the first order of resistance would be somewhere here 270 until 290. So we're still actually in a correction zone for Microsoft, for Google, for Apple, and so on. Okay, Amazon, last but not the least, Amazon has already been laying off a lot and uh, actually closed a lot of warehouses as well. They are seeking to reduce costs, uh, just like all the retail names and all the e-commerce uh, companies. So far, um, Amazon, just like Tesla, has actually exhibited a higher low. So you're seeing that Amazon and Tesla are still trading higher lows from 100, 110, and now it's trading at 120s, 130s. Um, that is a significant feat. This is a gap fill after that earnings gap up. So the way I see it, it still looks like a small uptrend, a small uptrend channel for Amazon with a lot of resistances here trading at about 140 to 150. How should you trade this formation? Um, well, the best way to trade these formations is to assume that a short-term bounce is bound to happen with these areas of 120s to 116s or 125 owing a strong support area. Of course, the rally may be muted here at about 130 or 140, uh, not 130, but here about 140s. But that is still a sizable at least 5% move uh, towards your index and perhaps towards your big caps, big tech like Amazon's. Now, a lot of people are, of course, looking at the oil names. Let's just take a look at oil. 
So oil has been um, going down over the last few days, uh, actually trading as low as $80 today. So here um, we are seeing that the people who are buying at about $88 have to also still consider buying somewhere here about $80 given that it has fallen all the way down towards $80. So the first support of, that we are seeing on crude oil is uh, already as low as $80. And the people who bought somewhere here at 88 are now going to be convinced that they are initial resistances. So you've got some resistances or people getting stopped out of their positions here at about 86 for crude oil. Nonetheless, I think the long term, uh, the long term aspect of crude oil is still up. So this might be just short term. It's not really a really huge problem here at 86. The way I see it is that crude oil still has a structural problem of an inventory deficit. And um, any drops of oil is a reprieve for the market to rally. In fact, the reason why the market may rally has to do with the fact that this one is already finding a support uh, and already down. No? So from about 120 down to 80, you can see that this is going to be significantly helpful for many retail companies out there. Let's go through some retail names here um, aside, from, aside from those big caps. Let's take a look on the movements. No? So from crypto, uh, tingnan natin. So last night, crypto started to recover. So far, uh, it seems as if just like the index that has been finding footing, so far with Bitcoin dropping already 75% from its peak, a lot of people are second-guessing uh, second that this could be a retest where the support was about 18,000 arena, and this is just a retest of that 18,000. So Bitcoin just uh, is exhibiting similar to growth stocks. Let's take a look at what the growth stocks are doing. The ETF of ARK has actually been um, also doing the same retest like Bitcoin after dropping 77%. So it looks to me that ARK and Bitcoin has a lot of correlation, and um, so far there are higher lows here, about $40. And with ARK going up, we can see that their biggest weightings, uh, which is Shopify, Zoom, let's take a look at the charts. Shopify is still supported here at about $30, multiple retests at about $29 and $30. And even it will drop, no? there's a lot of leeway for it to rally back towards $36. So there's still that 20% upside and people may actually be trading uh, these names even on a short-term play only. So Zoom, let's take a look at that. We can see that Zoom is very far off on the moving averages and also trading near the lows with about 80%, 86% drop from its peak, far further than your Bitcoin or your ARK dropping 75, 77% down. So we have we have been seeing that Zoom has been just consolidating nicely here at $80. So uh, we do think that it can rally back towards 90 area. So still waiting for Zoom to go up. So it's very weak. These are growth stocks that are exhibiting similar weakness of crypto-related names. Uh, and uh, in, in terms of crypto, of course, everyone's looking at Ethereum. There is the merge uh, that has been um, that has made Ethereum trade at higher lows, similar to what's happened with your Tesla and Amazon, higher lows. With Tesla and Amazon trading at higher lows, as well as your Apple, you'll notice that consumer discretionary is also up. XLY, which is uh, from 134 area here about May and June, is now up to about 150s and 160s, which tells us that no matter if there is inflation, perhaps um, there is a sort of sideways or a higher low pattern here happening in your consumer discretionary. So for the small accounts, what we could do is actually perhaps be on the buy side. 
On the buy side, what we could do is here, there's a lot of ways for us to buy. Uh, if we're bullish on Apple, Amazon, and Tesla, we can actually take a look at the TQQQs, which are also exhibiting higher lows. So TQQQ here is about 22. It's now trading at about 25 to 26, 27. And it looks like also in the oversold arena, which makes which may actually travel back from 25 all the way to 36 or 35. So that is a significant return, even in a very short time. So we might consider TQQQ. Now, so far, the Hang Seng Index has been detrimental. It has been going down all the way. It's been going down from about 19,000 arena. It's now trading at 18.9. And there's a lot of laggard weakness in the Hang Seng Index space. In the short term, um, most of these are still being sold off. And I think the only strong ones here has been the commodity sector. So China Coal Energy is high, although that would be double tops as well here at 750. 857, which is PetroChina, has been strong, but it could be consolidating sideways here. Now, let's take a look as well on the Heidi Lau, what's happening to Heidi Lau. Heidi Lau has gone back towards the area of support here, about 16 area. Although there is a buyer here, about 15, 16, this is a weak, uh, a weak pattern, but weak patterns are still able to go higher low. So that is still a, a good function if you're looking at buying some restaurants. It's a slow recovery nonetheless. Uh, let's take a look at some restaurants. This one is in Hong Kong, Cafe de Coral. So Cafe de Coral is an icon in Hong Kong and um, looks like they have found a small uh, arena of buyers here at 11. That is a higher low and has rallied back to 11.66. This is an interesting company to study given that just like all restaurants, um, this has actually fallen all the way south. From $30 to as low as $10, something to keep in mind for Cafe de Coral, something to watch out for actually in terms of the retail uh, retail areas. In terms of retail, um, so we, we talked about the crypto link names seeming to find support. So, so far, let's just take a look at Coinbase here. Coinbase has been a very negative downtrend, very strong downtrends. But so far, maybe some short covering is taking place here at about $60. So far, no, um, 50s to 60s somehow have been bought for Coinbase. Here about 40, here at about 45, 46, and now at a higher low here at about 60 area. So it looks like there's a buyer at 60, although plenty of sellers as well, as well 80 to 90. That is a 50% range. How, how about that? Okay, so um, <clears throat> fast foods are slowly uh, recovering. Um, there's a lot of um, short covering happening with sweet greens, Oatly. I wouldn't really like uh, to buy that. But you can clearly see that yesterday, there is a function of some short covering. Some of the strong movements last night has had to happen even on the biotech. Let me show to you a few biotech names here that are actually ca catching my eye in terms of um, potential bounce place. Okay, so um, genomics plays have been pretty strong last night. Envite, Editas have been rallying. PacBio has been rallying. Beam has been rallying. Let's take a look at these names. So Envita. Envita has already shown the first sign of strength. Take a look at that. Envita has already gone up from about 2.7 to 3.15, more than 10%, after a cataclysmic decline as well of 96% from its peak. So this was a short squeeze play here from about 2 all the way to 9. Could this be another resumption back from about 2s to 3s? And although, although it can't go to 9, maybe here at about $4. So something to watch out for. 
not about not just that tonight fubo is gonna be having a conference and it looks like the market is already pushing fubo up so far fubo has been bought higher lows no and take note this is um respecting the 50-day moving average which shows to us that the buyers above three um below three are already protected and this is also a higher low so significant movements there now, I talked about Chinese stocks being very weak, but notice some aberrations happening in China as well. Some small caps like though you are already seeing signs of higher lows. This is 1.1 here, 1.2. It's now trading 1.56. Also, what's, what's noticeable here is that these are higher lows. Maybe we can see 1.2s back to 2.4. So something to watch out for. Given that we assume and we are from looking um, a lot of reports, it looks like the company during this time from about three to four has made some buyback programs. So I think that the buyback programs were purchased at about $3. They may actually be buying also here about $150 below, which gives us a mean reversion back to about $250 or $2.9. So this is where we think mean reversion happens to be upon. Um, okay, so NVT, Editas, PacBio, Beam, GDRX, a lot of uh, bullishness actually last night happening also towards biotech place. How about hotels? Hotels have been also doing fine. Airbnb has already been trading at higher lows, so we are already significantly seeing respect on the 50-day moving average. So this was very bullish here at about 110. Looks like Airbnb can rally back towards 130s or 135 somewhere in the next three months. If you're looking for a position, I think Airbnb 110, 111, you get a lot of buyers. And this is evident with the last um, couple of days. No, Take a look at the last uh, couple of days. Um, while the market was um, very volatile and because of the Fed raising rates, look at the movement of Airbnb, quite static between 110 towards 116. A strong bullish movement of Airbnb above 116 could see it propel back towards 125 and then 130 and 135. So we can see a lot of buyers accumulating. If you're looking to buy Airbnb, you might want to buy at about 110, 111. So same thing happening, not just for Airbnb, but also for Disney. Look into the short term. Uh, looking into the short term, there's been a lot of buyers as well. Here about 112. So yeah, you can actually still consider 112, 110, 108 for Disney. This is very weak. Uh, C-Limited has been a very weak spot. A uh, lot of selling pressure here at 68. Uh, 68 was the prior support. We can see that used to be prior support here. That is now an initial resistance. So 58 to 68 is $10 higher. So um, I think that although this is very cheap, people, people are still wondering um, on C-Limited's capability for them to grow into profitability. So, so far, this seems to be in a short-term trading range. What's nice here is that they found support at 56 areas, which is similar to the 56 areas here during May. But a lot of resistance nonetheless at 68 and then finally here at $80. So we seem to be still in an extended prolonged downturn for C-Limited, unlike other companies that are already manageably going up. In terms of uh, strong names, uh, uranium has been very strong. You can see that CCJ consolidating near the top, similar to Enphase, looks to be probably on the verge of going all-time highs for, uh, for CCJ. So CCJ is, uh, well, not necessarily all-time highs, but multi-year highs. So CCJ would be a top pick in our uh, in our group. 
uh, and I would still consider buying some uranium's even at current levels. Let's take a look at more uranium names here because uranium is really where the majority of buying uh, pressure is. You can see that uh, UAC here has been nicely consolidating here about $4.20, also strong supports, quite a bullish arena there. So commodities, let's just go through this. We saw that oil fell, and so a lot of commodities, commodity names fell. You can see that Este fell. Shipping has fallen way down towards 31 for Zim. Um, you've got uh, a lot of weakness in commodity names because the less the commodities are, the people would assume that they don't need to stock up inventory and pay high shipping fees. Okay, so nonetheless, that may be an aberration since shipping is still 300% or 400% more expensive year on year. So the way I see it, any drops on, um, on the uraniums um, continue to get bid. And even actually the drops on ExxonMobil or Chevron, these are negligible. 1% to 2% or 3% is not much, actually. So um, I'm actually looking to potentially buy Devon Energy if it actually drops back here to about 60 area. So these are still strong uptrends on energy names. And it's not as if like oil is expected to go to a downtrend. I think that this is a pullback that we can consider if ever it falls down from 68 to 62. Let's take a look at EOG and MRO as well. Just take a look at some charts in the oil sector. EOG is consolidating back from as high as 130 down to about 117. Could go down to 110. So let's watch out for that. Um, some other sectors other than that, other than shale, uh, shale has been actually dropping last night. You yeah, know, vet, uh, vet dropped 7%. Um, white cap resources down five, Ovintiv down three, EDC energy down three. So these are interesting given that VET looks to be a strong candidate in the small cap of the shale producers. So you've got a big drop no, from about as high as 30 all the way to 23. Let's see if we get a lot of supports here at 21 or 20s. But I think that there is a ton of buying pressure for VET. So this is one of those things that we may want to actually buy on dips. We can actually buy them on dips, but um, you might to, you you might want to check first for the first sign of a rebound. That means that for energy U, the first rebound should probably be here about 350s. It's 420 now. This is a 3x leveraged uh, fund, uh, leverage ETF. So you might want to be careful buying too soon. No? Buying early is also buying wrong. We may be able to buy this once it just col uh, collapses all the way to 300 areas. Let's watch things first play out. But we think that there's a structural um, reason for these names to be bought. So hinihintay natin yan. Um, what's nice is really the shale and commodities are actually pulling back, giving um, some of the companies uh, some energy names actually uh, an entry point. I, th I see that it's more of an entry point. Now, um, last night, this is uh, the obvious uh, strength, no? Sun Power, Solar Edge, Sunrun, Sun Nova, Enphase. All of your sun solar related names are up very massively. Um, and the ETF that holds all of them together is TAN. So TAN has been a very strong performer here, going up at least 5% last night. So yeah, from about 6% last night, from 80s to 87. So we can clearly see that there is outperformance here on TAN. But I don't, I wouldn't subscribe to buying high. For these types of names, just like energy giving an entry point drop, you usually want to look at it only during drops. So, <clears throat> yeah, let's take a look at your uh, questions in, in case. So, kamusta na glow? Ah, you're talking about 
what what are you talking about? Glow as in globe? Globe is in the Philippine market. We're talking about US now. Um, or are we talking about Globus? GLBS. Are we talking about Globus Maritime? Uh, GLBS has been sleeping here about 150s, 160s. A lot of shipping names have been dropping a lot. Um, so very illiquid din naman kasi to. So I'm not sure which globe we're talking about. Um, U.S. Global Jet. So the airlines have been, uh, for airlines, I think they didn't do so well on the earnings. Between airlines and uh, Airbnb or Booking, mas malakas siguro yung mga Airbnb and Booking and Expedia. Uh, so actually, Booking here about 1.8 might be an interesting area to enter as well. If you're into the airlines, I do think that there is value play, but there's a bigger value in my view on the Booking platforms. So ito, um, this might be a good entry habang 181870s for Booking.com. So yan, nagsusupport yan. No? Maraming entries for Booking Holdings. Now, if you're looking at Jets, so nagtanong ka on airlines, uh, Jets umangat kagabi. So last night naman actually, a lot of companies, like 10 sectors have been rising. The only sector that was not rising was the energy. So the pullback in energy giving rise to the rest of the market to have um, a short-term rally. So looks like it will rally from about 17, baka bumalik ng 19 yan. If you're looking at Jets, Delta Airlines is one of our picks here. So Delta Airlines rallied from 30s, now it's 32. I think everyone who flies will still fly via Delta. So you might want to actually consider Delta if you're looking for airline place. Okay naman. Um, I think that airlines are already already down. No? Sila. So this was the pandemic lows. 20s, now you're getting it to about 30s. <clears throat> Still a lot of buyers at uh, at airlines in case you're looking for an entry. Iran nuclear deal, uh, target price for Eura. Eura, I think uranium in the short term may rally to 25 to 26. Um, and uranium can hit 85 perhaps for URNM. So kahit na back to mean reversion, there's a lot of um, likelihood na mag 10% higher pa to. So this is uranium, a lot of buyers at 70 area. At nang bumibili kahit sa 76 are still waiting for it to, back to, to go back to 85, 88. Uh, for Eura, ganun din. Looks like you can see this rallying back with more. With more, even Southeast Asian countries are already planning to open nuclear plants. So yeah, there will be more demand on uranium. So mga 25 to 26 in the very short term. And then pag sobrang swerte, <laughs> all the way to all-time highs, hanggang 30s to 40s. So I think a lot of uranium bulls are just waiting for this to break 28 all the way to 40s. Pero, yeah, I, I am one of those that are just holding some uraniums. Adidas is dope down a lot. So I think Adidas has to do with Nike. Retail is uh, is down a lot, no? Retail. Um, but then again, um, I'm more familiar with Nike. Nike gives dividends. So I think that so far naman, the retail downtrend pa yan. Um, actually, a problem is Nike might hit new lows pa eh. If you really want to be very safe, obviously during pandemic, it fell as low as $70. Uh, there are concerns on consumer spending. So baka mag-98 pa to si Nike. I'm not that confident that it will avoid um, consumer dismal sales. I'm not sure if it will go $70, pero I think there are still concerns on Nike in the short term. So shorter meaning six months, I'm not sure if it will really hold on to towards these current areas or these levels if it's not going to hit new lows. I'm not quite sure if retail can hold on. 
So if Adidas is uh, is the question, even Adidas is uh, in a problem. Tight spot sila. Um, yan. There are supports, pero nagbe-breakdown yung supports. Baka mag-downtrend pa all the way to 93. So baka mag-retest pa dito, 90s or 120s. It's already low, pero I'm not quite sure if these are enough. Um, maraming, maraming reasons, um, adequate questions. I think this is not the the strongest sector. Downtrend pa yung retail, downtrend pa yung mga vanity names. So hindi ko masabi kung mag-support dyan sa 100 area. I think mas smoked out yung, mas madali yung setups ng solars and uraniums. In the very short term, even China, it's very difficult. Parang after breaking 19,000, mag-new lows pa or matutulog muna. This, however, is where the clear leadership is happening. Um, lahat hindi pa strong, no? Casinos are very weak. I don't think airlines are gonna be strong. Sakto lang, sideways lang yan. Connected TV is very weak pa rin. Um, we're only betting on streaming giant. Uh, we're gonna bet only on Disney so far. In terms of IPOs, mahina pa lahat yan. Um, I don't think there's a lot of strength, uh, especially semiconductors, very, very weak. So semiconductors like NVIDIA hit new lows, AMD hit new lows. Um, in terms of semiconductor, mukhang downtrend pa sila. A lot of weakness, as you can see, downtrend pa to. Nag-new lows sila, NVIDIA. One thing to uh, provide the bulls some support is if this one actually will bounce from 138 all the way to 160. So dati, nag-bounce na yan, noong 2021 from that area. Pero pwede pa mag-120 to. So yan yung, but I think limited din naman yung downside given, ayan, no, 120 areas. But between the, these uh, these functions, mas sigurado yata sa QQQs na lang. Mas okay pa mag-go na lang for Google uh, or a Meta rather than these or a Disney or an Airbnb. Meli is also a nice uh, setup, I forgot to say. Mercado Libre had a very good number. In terms of e-commerce, you might want to actually check out Mercado Libre. Nicely supported at that 50-day. 887 can return back to 1,000. So ito, mas maliwanag to. Mas maayos yung galaw ni Meli. Let's take a look at Etsy here. Higher lows for Etsy. So you can see that those who passed earnings, mas maganda yung lipad. Many Etsy higher lows, the trade desk higher lows. Ayan no, higher lows na si ano, si the trade desk gap fail. Ni nga bumaba ang 56 eh. Um, ano ba yung mga good numbers? Many Etsy, the trade desk. Um, mahal yung mga Palo Alto Networks cybersecurity. Pero ayun, pullback entry. People might want to actually engage here. So these are major leadership arenas. Um, you can see that stocks are moving very differently based on, ano, based on their earnings report. So the big ticket items that we should look at for the next um, two months, well, number one, we should know that September 20 to 21, another Fed meeting expected for a 75 basis points hike. Um, and then on November 14, and December, last two rate hikes na, 50 basis points. So I would be closely watching, in my view, dapat tingnan yung dollar. So the dollar is uh, the more important part here. Um, since super rate hikes yung dollar, so far, no, 
any reprieve or any pause on dollar strength would be help would be helpful for for the world so um all the currencies uh, are dependent on the dollar against the dollar we need this uh, to be pressured to the downside if this drops you'll notice that that is the reason why we rallied notice that from july ito from july 14 until the peak of about august 16 the market managed to rally when the dollar became weak. So if we're going to rally, then dollar has to weaken kite back to 107 or 106. If that were the case, if you are seeing the temporary strength of the dollar um, so far peaking, if this peaks, you will see that the market is bottoming out. So my may, may, may divergence na rin, uh, for those who are looking at uh, the dollar. There is already some divergence in the dollar, which gives us the reason to be slightly uh, on the bull camp talaga. Kasi if the dollar is already slightly overcrowded na yan, no? so it's been going up, prices is rising, but RSI or momentum is weakening, you're already seeing that two things would happen. Weak dollar, low oil is a catalyst for the market to rally as well as a pause in interest rate hikes. So the Fed President Bullard also said, um, so parang karango, hindi, hindi niya karango si Jerome Powell, but she is uh, uh, he is an advisor. Uh, Fed Bullard said na perhaps within this year, um, three rate hikes to go. So yon September, November, and December. I'm, uh, I'm of the view that you will be seeing a bottoming out process here. Process yan, it's not an event. You may see it take a week or so, sometimes two to three weeks. Um, but September has been a very weak month. Um, let's see if the market can rally, uh, given September is a weak month. Seasonally on, let's see if the market can actually go sideways man lang for the week. Thank you and see you again for the small account update. And yeah, so yun. See you. Bye-bye.